0: Well, let's pray, Lord. We do pray now that you'll bless our time together. And Lord, we're thankful that uh, we can look to you and that you always meet our needs. Your grace is abundant. And we thank you for the way you do bless. In Jesus' name, amen. Well, we want to look um, at a, what would be seen as a unique perspective, but that we're not talking about it from a human secular perspective. We are looking at it from a spiritual perspective. Um, choose to succeed but the byline is what makes it different allowing failure to lead to victory and uh, that's a very important principle we need to understand that as human beings uh, we are imperfect our flesh is incapable of pleasing God our sinful nature is focused on self and so, when uh, we endeavor to move forward in our Christian life, we are going to be facing uh, different uh, failures along the way, because uh, it takes time to really learn to trust God, to understand what He will do, to develop godly character, and uh, and not to be looking to ourselves for victory. And so, oftentimes, believers will be very uh, defeated and frustrated when they did not do what they should have done at a certain point, so they feel like they're a failure, and yet at that point, you are right on the doorstep of victory. Every time you see your weakness, you are right there learning again that you needed strength. And so instead of being the doorway to further defeat, it ought to be the doorway to victory every time. And you can go further uh, in your Christian life uh, than you've ever been uh, when, you, uh, do, when you respond properly. You know, the, the tendency to feel like a failure is right there, isn't it? You know, you got pride on the one side, but normally pride is a mask for insecurity. And being focused on self is trying to make ourselves look good. But normally there is that insecurity that's there, and so when we have some things that occur in our life, it's easy for us to collapse inside and say, what's the use? And Satan loves that, because he's got you down. And if he can get you to believe you're nothing but a failure... Then you'll end up fulfilling your own prophecy, uh, because humanly you are. And so, if you don't uh, believe that God can help you, and don't turn to the Lord, well, then you're going to go ahead, and it'll get worse and worse and worse. It can be f- um, from it can be something as mundane as feeling like a failure from not keeping up on your diet <laughs> and exercising consistently all those New Year's resolutions, you know, uh, to something more important, uh, struggling with your devotions, uh, being a witness, that is a huge issue for believers where the, so many collapse and just say, what's the use? I can't. Uh, keeping a promise, um, you know, relationships, letting somebody else down, ever felt like a failure there? Uh, being faithful to pray and to pray for people that you said that you'd pray for them, and you say, "What is wrong with me?" Some days later, you realize you didn't do it. Um, being of the kind of friend that you ought to be, uh, letting yourself worry, uh, finding yourself being rebellious when God wanted you to be submissive, and you know there's something really wrong with you on that. Not being thoughtful, sensitive, loving—been said being self focused. We've all been there, right? So Satan wants you to just be defeated. He wants to, he, have you ever heard him whisper, you're a failure? Ever heard that voice? Give up. Forget it. Who do you think you are? You're never going to make it. Whenever I hear that I tell him, you're exactly right. But I'm a believer and the Spirit of God will enable me And I thank you for reminding me that I am a failure because I have a tendency to depend upon myself and I'm thankful that I realize I can't depend upon myself and you just turn the other direction and go. Now what I just gave you in that last 20 seconds is a very important piece of advice. Uh, When that whisper in your ear, I'm a failure comes along, you need to say yep, got it. But I'm a child of God. I'm a new creation. I'm indwelt by the Spirit. And God's not a failure. And you just reminded me, I cannot do it. Therefore, I am now going to depend upon God and He's going to do it. Folks, you don't earn righteousness. You don't earn success. You don't earn God's favor. It is all through the cross. Never, never forget it. And sometimes, though failure should never, I mean, sin is never right, Whenever it does come, you just need to fall on your face. Instead of being defeated, realize, all right, I depended upon myself. I thought I was earning something, and that's the biggest lie I could ever uh, uh, have. I don't earn anything. Every, what I am, I am by the grace of God. Are you following me on this? This is, really, this is what you call bedrock, key day-by-day principles. And so uh, we need to understand that. Now a great example, you've heard me preach on it, I alluded to it a couple of weeks ago on, on Sunday, about Peter. Peter was very out there, and so we know about his life, he really was no different, I mean the other disciples had much of the same issues. John would be in, maybe have been a little bit different. He had that real loyalty to the Lord. But Peter was quite a bit about himself. He had self-confidence, and um, and so uh, Peter did have faith Peter walked on water Peter said thou art the son of God and that was great Peter did other things that were great but Peter wow he had self dependence all over the place and um, uh, Peter uh, rebuked the Lord for saying he was going to go to the cross oh my uh, Peter said I, will, I won't deny you I'll be loyal to the end and uh, Peter opened his mouth at the top of uh, the Mount of Transfiguration, Mount Hermon, and uh, said the wrong thing there, focusing on themselves about the, Elijah and Moses being there with the Lord Jesus. And on and on we could go. And so Peter failed miserably the night that Christ was apprehended. He denied the Lord three times. He went out and wept bitterly. If you look at the Luke account, The Lord, through the pillars of Caiaphas' house, looked out to the courtyard and their eyes locked. That's got to have been one of the most amazing moments for Peter when he saw that that look from the Lord. And he went out and wept bitterly. Peter, after that, he did not run from the disciples, but he and the disciples were pretty defeated. They were actually in fear in the upper room. Uh, They weren't having great prayer meetings up there. I hate to tell you that. They were in fear. And, uh, and yet, Peter down deep knew the Lord, knew what he was. I know he had inner faith, but he felt like a failure. So when he finally, I mean, the Lord met with him right away um, and showed that he was resurrected. But even knowing the resurrection, Peter went to Galilee, took several of the disciples with him, went fishing. Here's what I think his thought was. I am so thankful Jesus did what he said he would do. God's working, but I'm not going to be the one to, to do it. In other words, remember how they all wanted to be sitting on the right and the left hand of Christ in the kingdom? They all were looking to be the prime uh, the, on the cabinet, you know, in the kingdom. And now Peter's saying, the best thing I can do is fish and believe in Jesus. I mean, the guy was broken. He was a failure, <clears throat> Well, that was exactly what Peter needed. And so when the Lord saw him, when he went up and was fishing, you know the story of how you had that second great miracle of the fishes in the exact same place in Luke 5 where he first commissioned Peter and the disciples. Uh, he, uh, From henceforth thou shalt catch men. And so in the very same place, he tells them three times, you're going to feed my sheep. And, you are go- and God recommissions him. So he believes the Lord. After the ascension, he goes and leads a prayer meeting for ten days. Now in the upper room, it turns into not the place of fear, but the place of power. And then the Spirit of God came on him, and you read the sermon in Acts chapter 2. That's one of the most fearless sermons in all of Scripture. As he confronted the very crowd in the very same place that had said, crucify him. And there he said, if you look at that message, you have crucified him with wicked hands. That's an amazing thing. You talk about boldness. What made the difference? The Holy Spirit of God. Peter had now learned he was a failure, but the Holy Spirit could do it if he would yield to him. It's a great example, ladies. And so, did failure actually, did the Lord take that as a tool? To make Peter what he ought to be? Yes. So here's what I want you to get. You've got to decide, am I going to allow my weakness to send me down into a sense of just hopelessness, or am I going to realize that this is a doorway to victory because all of a sudden I have been reminded I can't do it, which is exactly what God wants you to see. You can't do it, but He can. And so um, uh, this is... uh, to me, one of the most important uh, principles that, uh, uh, that we can get a hold of. There are numbers of uh, just human examples of how failure leads to success. Abraham Lincoln, over and over, and yet he succeeded. Olympic stars, I won't go through all of that. Um, but for us as believers, uh, we need to realize that, that God will enable us to grow. However, what we have to do, and here's the trick, You don't lightly handle your failure, because that's a sin against God. So you've got to ask forgiveness. Confession of sin, 1 John 1, 9, if we confess our sins, he is faithful and just to forgive us our sins and to cleanse us from all unrighteousness. To confess means to say the same thing as. In other words, you fully and completely get on God's side, and you call the sin in your life what God calls it. If you will do that, He will forgive you completely, and He will cleanse you. And as I said, you are on the doorstep of great victory if you will now move into obedience with Christ depending upon Him. But if you lightly take your failure and say, oh, you know, Pastor said if we have failure that can lead to victory, and don't deal with your sin, well, that's not going to work. Okay. But here's where Satan gets you. You start confessing, and he comes in with that whisper. Yes, you're a mess. You're hopeless. What are you doing confessing to God? I mean, you've disappointed him so many times. Uh, You know, you're just so weak. So right when you're confessing, which you must do, agreeing with God, you've got to agree with God about who you really are. You're a child of God. And I already told you what you need to do. Tell him, yes, I agree, I'm weak. But... I am in the one who who will enable me. And so right there ladies is one of those extremely important moments in your life where you can turn the corner one way or the other. And believe me many times Satan or just even the memory of how he how you've just sensed this in the past will come and you've got to overcome that by saying yes. I agree with God, but I also agree with God that He has forgiven me. I'm a child of God. I'm a co-heir with Christ. I can do all things through Christ. And I am not going to fall in that, oh, woe is me mentality. I'm going to get up, not in my own strength, but believe that He can do the impossible in my life. And ladies, I'm telling you, if you can develop that response on a regular basis, you will have consistent victory. Because you're going to have moments that you feel like a failure, right? There just are going to be times when you just see your weakness. But that actually can be used of God if you respond right, and you can truly get to a place of uh, victory. So we need to grow. Uh, Now, getting down to it, uh, some things that uh, our author mentions, uh, learn to ask the right question. Our typical question is, why did I do that? But this question and the self-condemnation I've been talking about uh, rarely leads to a profitable conclusion. Here's what you need to ask. What should I learn from this failure? Now let me ask you, when you work with those of you that uh, have children, especially if you've got them right now, does it ever really work if you ask them, why did you do that? I don't know. I just did it. I hate to tell you, they're a chip off the old block. That's why they did it. They're uh, Adam and Eve's children. <laughs> and they're your children. And they're selfish. They don't know why they did it. They just did it. Okay. Now, that's not the right question. What do you need to learn from what you did? I wasn't depending on a God. I let myself get all, I had a wrong attitude towards someone, and then this sin came along, and I fell. In other words, need to sit back and agree with God about, How did I get here? Most Christians will tell me, I can't believe I did that. I didn't intend to do that. And I agree with them. They didn't intend to do that. But there were steps that led to that. Didn't spend time with God for a while. Um, Been upset with their husband or frustrated about things. Uh, Maybe there's been uh, some wrong reading or uh, bad use of time with technology. And then, wham, something comes up. Why did that happen? Well, it's because you're in the flesh. What steps led you to be in the flesh? That's really what you're dealing with. So don't uh, ask yourself, why did I do that from that standpoint? Though that's part of it, what can I learn from this? And um, And so our expectation needs to be always, and I'm telling you, this is so important. If your typical default response is, I'm a failure then um, that's that's a bad habit because you'll just cycle down 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 what you need to have is your automatic response is i've got to learn from this right now i've got to figure out how i got here and i believe god's going to really give me victory today live ladies live with optimism live with optimism live always knowing god will always enable you he will always forgive you he will always help you his grace is always available it is great mega grace, so it's so important. There ought to be that moment where, oh, I just, have, you know, I'm, I'm just failing in it. Okay, what can I learn from this? You know, I've got a God that can enable me, and I'm not. I am will not let Satan get me down into a hole about being a, a failure, because I am a failure. There's nothing to prove I am, but by God's grace, I can do anything. And so, get a hold of yourself. And uh, by the way, whenever you find yourself sinking, get up and walk somewhere else and talk to God. There's something even physically about not sinking down in your couch. (laughs) Sinking down where we are. Get up and get outside if you can, unless it's the middle of January. Even there, that'll wake you up. That'll probably do a good job for you. Sunshine helps, and just talk to the Lord. Holy Spirit, don't you know? Look for an experience, but He will help you. And so uh, we do need to uh, um, appreciate the fact that God will help us, and the fact that that we have—we're in a process of learning. Do you expect once you have a child that that child will never, never uh, disobey you or be a problem to you? you know, what do you expect? You got a, I remember. Every time I held the baby, this baby's really cute, but I sure got a job cut out for me, you know. Pastors look at things warped, you know. My wife's all thrilled about having a baby, and I'm looking, huh? Uh, I know what's ahead. Uh, this is especially after I had a few already. You know, I knew everything about parenting until I had one, and then I my book just stopped at that point. I didn't write any more chapters at that point. I had to uh, I had to regroup and <clears throat> realize uh, what I had uh, what I had to learn, and. Uh, But uh, it is, God loves you. He's your father. He's training you. What do I need to learn, Father? Show me, guide me. I'm not going to let this, I'm not going the wrong direction. I am determined to move forward. I am going to learn what you want me to learn. Talk to Him, talk all day to Him. Just don't let yourself get down in the pit. Now, I, again, I, I've said it three or four times. Please get this. I'm giving you some practical advice that can be life-changing if you get a hold of it. Because some of you have this kind of pattern. Down, we go, down, 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 down. Then finally back up and you get encouraged. And then down, 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 down. You feel like, no, no, no. Sure, those those moments when you're just, but boy, you just immediately get back to the Lord. Don't look for an experience. Just really grab a hold of the truth and just revel in your relationship with God. And the spiritual growth is really wonderful. And um, so uh, also uh, one thought, uh, a couple more uh, thoughts. I'm going to have to go to the hospital here in just a minute. But um, um, the the matter of realizing that as you go through some failures and you really deal with them, you're going to see how that you're developing a different perspective and that this is going to be a way for you to see how you're growing and it's and you're going to realize wow i'm handling this by the grace of god much differently and you begin to develop a confidence Yeah, you know, that was disappointing but i know what god can do and i believe that god can use this and uh I, god allowed me to handle this much quicker than i have done before praise the lord So that's very helpful. And then I'll conclude, maintain a finish line perspective. You are heading toward uh, being a, um, wanting to stand before the Lord. Well done, thou good and faithful servant. And uh, and so that's, in other words, it's not about you feeling good because you're succeeding. No, it's about learning everything you can learn so you can be all that God wants you to be. I think one of the most moving things that we've been through in the last several days here is a 24-year-old fellow who people knew quite well, honestly, when he got to see the Lord. The Lord said, well done, thou good and faithful servant. I don't know of a more pure-hearted, completely sold out, sincere Christian that was far ahead of most of us, and God just took him. But he was ready, 24 years old. God can do it. He was correctable. Every time we worked with him, he immediately did what we said. He embraced it. He believed God. Now he wasn't perfect. But people that knew him, you know that he was a very consistent young man for that age. And uh, that can be for all of us. Say yes to Christ. Don't get all boggled up with yourself. Don't get focused. You're not the issue. God's the issue. So, actually, isn't this lesson good news? You don't have to go through the inevitable failure times. And again, I'll finish with what I've said three or four times now. If you get that voice in your ear, just agree with it. Thanks for the reminder. I am a failure. <laughs> I got to thinking I was okay. Okay. All right, I need the Lord, so Satan, you can go away. Thank you for reminding me. I am now going to depend upon God. And greater is he that is in me than he that is in the world. And I got to depending on myself, and I'm not doing it anymore. And so this is a hard lesson, but a good lesson, and I'm moving forward. It will be a blessing if you'll get a hold of that. So I do encourage you on that regard.